Bad Case of Stripes by David Shannon. Camilla Cream loved lima beans, but she never ate them. All of her friends hated lima beans, and she wanted to fit in. Camilla was always worried about what other people thought of her. Today, she was fretting even more than usual. It was the first day of school, and she couldn't decide what to wear. There were so many people to impress. She tried on 42 outfits, and none seemed quite right. She put on a pretty red dress and looked in the mirror. Then she screamed. Her mother ran in the room and screamed, too. Oh, my heavens, she cried. You are completely covered with stripes. There was certainly true. Camilla was striped from head to toe. She looked like a rainbow. Miss Cream felt Camilla's forehead. Do you feel all right, she asked. I feel fine, Camilla answered, but just look at me. You get back in bed this instant, her mother ordered. You're not going to school today. Camilla was relieved. She didn't want to miss the first day of school, but she was afraid of what the other kids would say, and she had no idea what to wear with those crazy stripes. That afternoon, Dr. Bumble came to examine Camilla. Most extraordinary, he exclaimed. I've never seen anything like this. Are you having any coughing, sneezing, runny nose, aches, pains, chills, hot flashes, dizziness, drowsiness, shortness of breath, or uncontrollable twitching? No, she told him. I feel fine. Well then, Dr. Bumble said, turning to Miss Cream, I don't see any reason why she shouldn't go to school tomorrow. Here's some ointment that will help clear those stripes up in a few days. If it doesn't, you know where to reach me. And he went off. The next day was a disaster. Everyone at school was laughing at Camilla. They called her Camilla Crayon and Night of the Living Lollipop. She tried her best to act as if everything were normal, but when the class said the Pledge of Allegiance, her stripes turned red, white, and blue, and she broke out into stars. The other kids thought this was great. One yelled, Let's see some purple polka dots. Sure enough, Camilla turned purple polka dotty. Someone else shouted, Checkerboard, and a pattern of squares covered her skin. Soon, everyone was calling out different shapes and colors, and poor Camilla was changing faster than you can change channels on a TV. That night, Mr. Harms, the school principal, called. I'm sorry, Miss Cream, he says. I'm going to have to keep Camilla home from school. She's just too much of a distraction, and I've been getting calls from the other parents. They're afraid their stripes might be contagious. Camilla was so embarrassed. She couldn't believe that two days ago everyone liked her. Now everyone wanted to be in the same room with her. Her father tried to make her feel better. Is there anything I can get you, sweetheart, he asked. No, thank you, said Camilla. She was really wanting a nice plate of lima beans, but she had been laughed at enough for one day. Hmm. Well, yes, I see, Dr. Bumble mumbled when Mr. Cream phoned the next day. I think I'd better bring in the specialist. We'll be right over. About an hour later, Dr. Bumble arrived with four people in long white coats. He introduced them to the Creams. This is Dr. Grot, Dr. Sponge, Dr. Cricket, and Dr. Young. Then the specialists went to work on Camilla. They squeezed and jabbed, tapped and tested. It was very uncomfortable. Well, it's not the mumps, concluded Dr. Grot, or the measles, said Dr. Sponge. Definitely not chicken pox, put in Dr. Cricket, or sunburn, said Dr. Young. Try these, said the specialist. They each handed her a bottle filled with different colored pills. Take one of each before bed, said Dr. Grot. They filled out the front door, followed by Dr. Bumble. That night, Camilla took her medicine. It was awful. When she woke up the next morning, she did feel different, but when she got dressed, her clothes didn't fit right. She looked in the mirror, and there, staring back at her, was a giant multicolored pill with her face on it. Dr. Bumble rushed over as soon as the creams called, but this time, instead of the specialist, he brought the experts. 
Dr. Gord and Mr. Mellon were the finest specialist minds in the land. Once again, Camilla was poked and prodded, looked at and listened to. The expert wrote down lots of numbers, then they huddled together and whispered. Dr. Grodd finally spoke. It might be a virus, he announced with authority. Suddenly, fuzzy little virus balls appeared all over Camilla. Or possibly some for- form of bacteria, said Mr. Mellon. Out popped squiggly little bacteria tails. Or it could be fungus, added Dr. Grodd. Instantly, Camilla was covered with different colored fungus blotches. The experts looked at Camilla, and then they looked at each other. We need to get these numbers again back at the lab, Mr. Grodd explained. We'll call you when you know something, but the experts didn't have a clue, much less a cure. By now, the TV news had found out about Camilla. Reporters from every channel were outside her house telling a story, the bizarre case of an incredible changing kid. Soon, a huge crowd was cramped out of the front lawn. The creams were swamped with all kinds of remedies from psychologists, allergists, herbalists, nutritionists, psychics, and an old medicine man, a guru, and even... A veterinarian. Each so-called cure only added to poor Camilla's strange appearance until it was so hard to even recognize her. She sprouted roots and berries and crystals and feathers and a long furry tail, but nothing worked. One day, a woman who called herself environmental therapist claimed she could cure Camilla. Close your eyes, she said. Breathe deeply and become one with your room. I wish you hadn't said that, Camilla groaned. Slowly, she started to melt into the walls of her room. Her bed became her mouth, her nose was a dresser, and two paintings were her eyes. The therapist screamed and ran from the house. What are we going to do, cried Miss Cream. It just keeps getting worse and worse, she began to sob. At that moment, Miss Cream heard a quiet little knock at the door. He opened it, and there stood an old woman who was just as plump and sweet as a strawberry. Excuse me, she said brightly, but I think I can help. She went into Camilla's room and looked around. My goodness, she said with a shake of her head. What have we seen here is a bad case of stripes, one of the worst I've ever seen. She pulled a container of small green beans from her bag. Here, these might do the trick. Are those magic beans? asked Miss Cream. Oh my, no, replied the kind old woman. There's no such thing. These are just plain old lima beans. I bet you'd like some, wouldn't you? Camilla wanted a big heaping plate full of lima beans, more than just about anything, but she was still afraid to admit it. Yuck, she said. No one likes lima beans, especially me. Oh dear, the old woman said sadly. I guess I was wrong about you. She put the beans back in her bag and started towards the door. Camilla watched the old woman walk away. Those beans would taste so good, and being laughed at for eating them was nothing compared to what she had been through. She finally couldn't stand it. Wait, she cried out. The truth is... I really love lima beans. I thought so, the old woman said with a smile. She took a handful of beans and popped them into Camilla's mouth. Mmm, she said. Suddenly, the branches, feather, and squiggly tails began to disappear. Then the whole room swirled around. When it stopped, there stood Camilla, and everything was back to normal. I'm cured, she shouted. Yes, said the old woman. I knew the real you was in there somewhere. She patted Camilla on the head. Then she went outside and vanished into the crowd. Afterward, Camilla wasn't quite the same. Some of the kids at school said she was weird, but she didn't care a bit. She ate all the lima beans she wanted, and she never even had a touch of stripes again.